You know the vibes. NBA playoffs. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> what a day. Oh, my God. It's the best day of the year so far. Oh, my Lord, what a day. You're listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, Mo Mootsy, alongside the one, the only, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Real name. No gimmicks. This was an incredible I, I, day. I will take that, that last game, the Golden oh. State Warriors, Sacramento Kings, that's one of the best first games of a series I've seen in a long it's, time in the first round. It's crazy. Right? We're going to break down the games. But I'm just thinking this. It's crazy how sports can just make your day infinitely better. Like, if you, even if you're having a really bad day, no matter what, if you're watching that game, in particular, the Warriors-Kings game, you can't help but be excited. Because guess was, what? There's still incredible. more to come. It was unbelievable. But let's start there. Let's start with the game of the night. Okay. The Warriors and the Kings. How about it? A close one. 126-123, the Sacramento Kings defended their home court. They lit the beam. Steph Curry had the chance to hit the winner, but his game-winning attempt oh, hit the shot to Tatum's overtime from three. But unfortunately for the Warriors, he missed. BJ, you gave the Kings the game plan in yesterday's episode to push the oh, pace. Oh, did I? Well, I to oh, push the pace. And they went down, and Mike Brown reminded them, you've got to stay aggressive. You've got to stay pushing the pace. And that's exactly what they did. And that's exactly how they got back into the game. Now, you know, I, I you know, go ahead, go ahead. What, what I was going to say is, you know, the Kings were one of the best three-point shooting teams in the regular season. They struggled mightily for most of the game, the first half, I'd say, from downtown. And, you know, it was really in the third quarter where they actually started hitting their shots. Everything else, they'd have to go downhill. And... Sabonis struggled massively as well on the scoring side of things. He contributed in other ways, um, you know, obviously attacking the glass and whatnot. But for the Kings to get that win with Sabonis finishing with only 12 points, he pulled down 16 boards uh, and he had three steals. But he only had 12 points, which was, you know, low by his standards. So for the Kings to come away with that, especially with the Warriors, Steph and Clay hitting some of the toughest shots I've ever seen them hit down the stretch in that game. Crazy, crazy. I'm just going to take a second to just take it all in. What was your breakdown of it? Yeah. Well, you know, the first, you know, as, as, as we talked yesterday and, you know, this is watching this Warriors team. They have the heart of a champion. Make no doubt about it. I mean, Mo, they, they, they have a champion's mentality, have a championship pedigree, all of the things, all of it well-deserved. Here's the thing. They're playing against a coach who understands them as well as anyone. Okay. It was funny watching this game because they both had the same game plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. It was great. Like, okay, we're not going to guard Draymond on one end, and then they're not going to guard Sabonis on the other. And until he's in the paint, and then and then Looney puts the body yes. on. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, it was great. You can tell they understood to a great in great depth, they understood. The game plan, the execution of it was magnificent. I love it when players take on the assignment. De'Aaron Fox guarding Steph Curry to mm, me. That's what the playoffs is incredible. about. That's what the playoffs okay? is for. You know what I mean? It wasn't any of this switching. It was like, this is my matchup. I'm guarding this guy. Okay. He guards Steph Curry. 
Okay. And he has 38 himself. Now, now you're talking to me. Okay. So to me, that set the tone of the game is we're coming for the fight. That, that was like magnificent. We're going to put our best player on your best player and let's match up and let's see how this works out. Okay. And, and, that I, was spoke about, and I spoke about Steph and Clay hitting these amazing shots, but every time they did, it felt like De'Aaron Fox would come down the other end and hit a huge shot of his own. Well, listen, I, 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 you know, I'll say this. When you're playing against a champion, you got to knock them out. You're not coming there and you're getting a TKO. You're not getting a decision. You got to knock them out. So De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk came with the mentality, the game is not over until it's over. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, Mo, I, it was a great game, well played. I mean, Steve Kerr makes adjustments. Coach Brown makes adjustments. The players make fantastic shots, fantastic plays, da-da-da. And, and you know what? matter who played well and who didn't. The effort and the energy that was brought to a game one, Mo, yep. that was like... Play that like that, it was, that was game like, seven, bro. <laughs> that, that was great. And, and Mo, I can't believe that these guys are going to... They're going to maintain this pace. However, if they are going to maintain this pace, youth will be served. Mo, at some point, youth will be served. Because let me tell you something. That was a lot of energy for this, for this series. And I'm going to say this now. Whoever wins game two, Mo, I think will win the series. That's right. I think whoever wins game two. Normally, I wait to game five and, you know, you'll say whoever wins game two will win the series. Well, yeah, here's so, why I say that. Go ahead. Here's why I say that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because if Sacramento gets up, if Sacramento gets up 2-0, okay, now their confidence is where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once they get the confidence, then that will give them the courage to do what they supposed to do. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Right now, right now, tonight, what they did was, Mo, they got a little clarity. They got a little clarity because they met, you know, there they won the game, but they met the intensity of the game, which I was impressed with. Yeah. Now, Mo, this team, they have... They have a little clarity. Now, Mo, if they get this confidence in knowing that they can protect this home court, I think they can go up there and play and get a game up there. Now, here's the thing, though, and here's a, here's a big thing. They're going to have to play different on the road than they do at home. Okay. But going into game two, the Warriors could have won this game. Andrew Wiggins had a chance to win it from the corner. That didn't go down. Andrew Wiggins, who, by the way, hasn't played all season, and he basically fit in seamlessly. I mean, his three-point shooting was way off, one from eight. However, on the defensive side of the ball, he stepped right in like he didn't miss a beat. So credit to him and credit to the Warriors organization and their system for getting him re-acclimatized. The Warriors put up 53-point attempts, only hit 16 of them in tonight's game. Do you think, now looking at game two, the Warriors are feeling somewhat confident of... Okay, we haven't won on the road all season, but we basically had two chances to win this game on the road, and it was just three pointers that didn't get knocked down. Do you think the Warriors are feeling confident after that game going into the next one? I think the Warriors now know they're in for a fight. See, you see, Bo, you're facing a champion. Okay, when you face a champion, 
when you face a champion mode, it's different than just going into like a match or going into a game. Like you play a game, you go, oh, all right, I'm, I, oh, this guy had a layup. The champion is filling out the surroundings of the game. This champion is coming there with one goal in mind to win. Mm -hmm. You, what you saw tonight, Mo, you know, you hear players say it all the time. I mean, we got to play 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. This team had a game plan. Mo, they came out from the tip and had a game plan. What makes playoff basketball to me so amazing is that, Mo, you have to play the game at 48 minutes and play every possession. And the other team, right, a championship caliber team, Mo, they will actually come out and force you to make a mistake because you're not focused enough to play that at that level. I was just amazed at they talking about they, the Sacramento Kings. They were very resilient mode. They got down. They were down at eight, 10 points. Yep. And they stuck with the game plan mode. They stuck with the game plan. Every time they make a big shot, the Warriors, they come back and play. They needed a stop. They stopped. Mo, they were fighting through screens. Mo, when the last time you and I talk about fighting through screens? Yep. When the last yep. time, Mo, we've seen guys taking charges? When have we seen, Mo, the last time every call, Mo, was was was, 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 was within inches? Mm -hmm. All right. The one play, for instance, Trey Lyles, he took the charge. His back foot was just barely on like the like line. a I mean, centimeter of his heel was Steph on the line curry hits a mo steph curry hits a shot in the corner that you're like oh my goodness that's at, at, mo that wasn't good defense that was great defense that was one of the hardest shots i've ever seen steph curry hit clay thompson hits a shot then this guy De'Aaron fox mo when i tell you this guy has speed speed does two things mo it gets you in trouble and it gets you out De'Aaron Fox, <laughs> he made a couple moves tonight. They were like unreal. Okay, and let's not and let's not forget about our our, our guy Malik Monk. How fearless! I was just about is he? to say. So, in this game, Malik Monk went fourteen from fourteen from the free throw line. His ability as a superior athlete to just attack downhill and wreak havoc at the rim and get fouled in the process of doing so. If you look at the fourth quarter of scoring for the uh, for the Kings, it was basically 90% of it was Fox and Monk just attacking downhill. Fox was hitting a couple step-back jumpers, but it was just pressure on the rim again and again and mm -hmm. again. My favorite was that possession. I don't know if you, who, who was under the under the hoop. De'Aaron Fox tries to put someone on a poster. That oh, might have been like, dunk of the that, season. That, the the, 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 the dunk just missed. The dunk just missed. The ball rebounds out. Malik Monk gets the ball. He says, but I'm just going to take it to the hole as well. A lot of players would have just chucked a three at that point. He takes it to the hoop, gets fouled, gets to the line. So right. there was a stretch where the, the Warriors were in the bonus because the Kings already committed five fouls. The Warriors had only committed like two fouls. And then in the space of like two or three minutes, they were on five fouls as well because Mike Brown's emphasis on just attacking downhill, like you said yesterday, the secondary possessions of inbounding the ball and just running it straight as if it was a fast break. You know, there's a difference between when the other team scores, right? That slows down the game. Mm -hmm. But when the other team scores, some teams will, you know, they'll wait for the ref to pick up the ball and pass it back to them. Then they'll pass it. Their point guard will dribble up the court while they all get set. The Kings, when the Warriors score, they get the ball, they grab it, inbound it, and run. Just, just straight away. So 
it's a half court basketball, but it's accelerated to the point where it almost feels like transition because of the speed at which they've got the ball down the court and the defense hasn't had the chance to set up like it would yeah, against it most other teams in the NBA. Yeah, and and, and listen, and and you and I had a discussion, and and and, and you know, look, you're asking me why because I I normally. I normally sit on the other side of the ball trying to figure out what's what. I have to respect the speed in which they play at. Mo, it is really... Is it like sustainable? Watch the, absolutely, it's sustainable. Fox is the only one that can do it. Mo, <laughs> Mo you don't understand, Mo. Well, Malik is like... Well. Listen, Fox is not only... Mo, I haven't seen a guy in a long time can play under control with the speed and quickness that he utilizes on the floor. Since, since like what Derek Rose, John Wall. No, 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 no. Derek was Derek is fast. Derek was really fast. This guy is quick. Mo, he's quick. He has speed and he's fast. Like, like Mo, like, you know what I mean? Like Mo, like, you know, like John Morant is fast. I mean, he's boom. Like mm-hmm. he's just explosive. Boom. This guy is quick though. Like Mo, he did you see the crossover he did on Steph on uh, Clay me, Thompson? Me, Clay just did. Clay, it wasn't Clay couldn't react. Mo, you you don't understand. Mo, these are NBA athletes. Clay could not react to the speed. They had to put Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, on him. And, and Andrew he, Wiggins is a world class athlete, man. Yeah, but even he couldn't keep up with him. He, even he, no, no, even Mo, Gary Payton's getting blown by. And these are some Mo, of the best Mo, perimeter defenders we've got in the entire this NBA. Mo, this is what I'm, Mo, this is what I'm saying. Give me he one doesn't sec. need to get, give me one sec. He, B, is this is this gonna load? Is this gonna load? Can you can, can you see this? Oh, I thought he was still at the arena. We got Jack live from Sacramento. <laughs> Jack! <laughs> live on the podcast. Jack's chanting like the beam. <laughs> Jack's saying like the beam. Look, there's the beam live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it, Jack. <laughs> Jack, enjoy it, my brother. You're live. You're live on the podcast. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to hit you after. Enjoy Good for Jack. Oh, man. I had to, to say that call. Cool. He was in the arena. Good for Jack. He was keeping me updated. Jack. I know he was nervous at points. And, and the Kings fans, you know, there was a point where it looked like the Warriors were going to run away with the game. Yeah. And credit hey, to hey, him for sticking with it, right? They're champs. They they are they are champions. This is listen, this series, make no doubt about it. This series is not over by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. But now the Warriors know they are in for a fight. That's the first thing, Mo. That's the first thing to establish what's, in a series. What's the adjustment they make to try and slow down the Kings? Are they going to try to throw in some more zone defense? What's the adjustment that they could try and make to slow them down? Mo, when you play against something that's phenomenal, or you play against a player that's phenomenal, right? You play against Steph Curry. You just got to take away something. You're not going to stop them. You understand, Mo? Like, yeah. Because a great offensive player, a great offensive team, there's counters to everything you do. Mo, there's no counter to speed and quickness. This kid, this kid, Fox, I don't care. The only thing they can do, think about this, Mo. All right, I'm going to point something out to you. Okay. We saw like 10 different defensive schemes. Yeah. We saw a three-quarter trap after made free throws tonight. (laughs) 
okay? This is high just level for game just, one. Just, this is game just, one. Yes, yeah. Just because they know they have to figure out how to slow this team down. You just can't let them run into it. They did a zone. They did a a a, a, a zone in one today. You know yep. what I mean? They, they they did a zone in one. Yep. They did man to man. They switch. They, they draw. Went, they they draw and blitz. They're trying to do. There everything. was one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time. Whenever Sabonis has the ball. They denied all the other player, the other four players. They denied him, you, and he got like three turnovers in a row. Do you know someone I want to shout out? Because they didn't have an impressive game. Kevin Herter only six points, but there was a key. There was two or three key possessions here where Clay Thompson came down and hit absolutely absurd three pointers, right back to back. And after that, Kevin Herter stuck to that man like glue. Right. And he just didn't allow the catch. And when he got the catch, he didn't allow any separation whatsoever. That's not going to show up anywhere. That's not an impressive thing to talk about. But when Clay gets on a here and Clay's now hit five threes, to have guys that will say, All right, cool. I've only scored six points tonight. It's not my night. I went zero from five from three. But I'm going to make sure that this guy doesn't hit another one of these on me. That right there saved the game for them pretty much. Because if Clay hits one, two more of those, Warriors up 10, you're in trouble. Well, uh, well, here, here's the thing, Bowen. Here, here, the formula is very simple. Star players have to play great, and role players have to play their role great. The formula is simple. Herder, there's no way. We don't need you to score 20 in this. We need you to defend. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I was thinking tonight, this kid, Keegan Murray, what an introduction to the playoffs. Yep. He We're has no idea that end. he has no idea what he just experienced because that was his very first game. That might have been one of the that's one of the all time greatest first games ever. And that was his very first game. What an introduction to the playoffs. Well, the, and the other kid, uh, Harrison Barnes. Wow. Like revenge. He's out for revenge. Wow. Well, well, hey, I, I, he played with a force tonight. And I want to say this. Both teams, right? They were both, they had the both had the same game plan. I love the fact that they're utilizing offensive rebounds as part of their offense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's crashing the offensive boards. Mm-hmm. Everyone's crashing. And they both know this. So this was great. The Warriors had a great game plan. The Kings, either one of these teams could have won this game. Okay, by the way. However, the Kings, they just made more shots. But I think now with a quick turnaround on Monday, right? No, yeah, on Monday is when they play again. I think so. Yeah, I think that's when they play a turnaround. At some point, Mo, you that's what I said. Youth will be served here. I mean, that's a tough turnaround. That's a tough turnaround, Mo. Yep. If they play at this pace again, well, that, that's a tough turnaround. It's a track. And, and, and you know, yeah, and 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 you know, again, Mo, I'll, I'll always point this out. You're always looking for unlikely contributions. Raise your hand if you had Alex Lynn in the scouting report. Man, I've been a big Alex Len fan for a while, but I didn't have him even getting minutes tonight. <laughs> Ukrainian done. But I, I think Trey Lyles as well made great contributions. He hit Try, couple, Trey Lyles, wow. A couple big threes in that third quarter. Davion Mitchell, who I yes. said before the series started, is going to be a key oh, man. And is, you know, I, I understand why Keegan Murray didn't get many minutes, right? It's his first series, but also you need 
Davion Mitchell coming into guard Steph. But my only problem with this, BJ, I've got one big issue with this. Okay. We have three other games on tonight, and they were somewhat exciting. But now in comparison to that Warriors game, <laughs> hey, I don't know if tomorrow's game is going to well, live up, but I might, I'm going to win. If that one was a 10, well, the 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 Knicks-Cavs was a nine and a half. Okay, let's that save that one for the end. That was an incredible game. Let's save that one for the okay. end. And we'll quickly go to my Boston Celtics, who got the win against the Atlanta Hawks, 112 to 99. At one point, they were up by like 30 points. Um, I did something I never do, BJ. I actually stopped watching Picked in the third quarter. No, no, no. I stopped watching in the oh, third quarter. Man. I went and got a dessert and then I came back because I thought, you know what? They're up 30 points. We're okay. I went, uh, so I broke my fast end. and then I went out, got some cake, came back. And then guess what? It's a 10 point game. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. What I said about the Soics playing with their food and making everything difficult, it started to happen again. Now, luckily, through yeah, yeah. the defense of Marcus Smart, who had amazing defense down the stretch and the defense of Al Horford, they got it done. Um, but I think that that is a nice wake-up call for them to not get too complacent. I think they needed that. I think it would have been more dangerous had they won the game by 30 points and not experienced that slight hiccup. What, in your opinion, is it with that? Would you have rather that happened today or them just completely destroy the Hawks? Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. In the Hawks' defense, first of all. Um, <laughs> look, that's a tough turnaround for the Hawks. That's yep. a... That, they had that, the play in, tough. and then okay. now they're here. They had to the play in, and then they got to figure out and turn around and go play, you know, the, the, the Celtics. That's a tough turnaround. So in their defense, now, again, I think game two will be the one where I'll actually say, this is what's really going on in the series. Game one, I didn't think they had a chance. They're like, this was as predictable, you know, it's kind of like, you play, I don't even know if you go back to Atlanta. They just probably went straight on. They didn't know if they were going to win that game or not. Yeah, because they played, uh, what, Thursday night? No, Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah. No, they played Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever they played. So, yeah, they would have been ACL. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then and then they probably go back, boom. It's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. Okay. Now, game two, I expect a better, I expect a better, you know, effort here on game two yeah if you're going to be in the series they got to give the effort in game two because they got to establish if they don't win game two that they can go back and win in atlanta yeah because right now right now i can tell you this i can tell you this what about the celtics they're cautious yep they 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 know they have to get through this playoff run not only convince they have to they can't be messing around like they did a year ago because a year ago they were naive to what was going on because you was like, oh my goodness, they probably would have lost this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then figured it out. They say you live and you learn. So hopefully they've learned. You like okay. So, but game two, I will be watching with more intensity. Yeah, but what, I expected them to win this game. What, what I and saw it, that's it, great in this game, though, for game one, the Soics running a lot of five-out offense. So when you have a player like a Capella or a Congo who likes to block shots, taking them out to perimeter, and then guys like Rob Williams, who actually are very underrated passers, and Al Horford, who's a great passer as well, playing that five-out offense, that's one to keep an eye on with the Celtics as they progress through the postseason. Um, now, we all... Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I want to say one thing, Mo. I want to say one thing. Now, now this, is, this did stick out to me, Mo. 
They only had two guys that scored off their bench. The Seas. And they only played the, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, excuse me. They only had two guys that score off their bench, right? Mm-hmm. That concerns well, me. Okay, Brogdon. Yeah, they, they only played three guys off their bench. And only they only played. Like yeah, Sam they only played. Team. They only played eight guys. Yeah, Mo, it's impossible to make a playoff run with yeah. just eight guys. Uh huh. Okay. Now I don't know what's going on there, but you know we didn't see Grant, Grant Williams. Williams, Grant Williams at all. So Mo, I, I even I get it. They won convincingly. Their starters were fantastic. But Mo, you're going to have if you're going to make a playoff run. You're going to need more than eight guys. Mm-hmm. And he did this in game one. Mm-hmm. It's not like he shortened his bench late in the – this is game one. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned well, from there. I, th- I think – play... I think it could be that you're up so much, so you think, all right, cool, we're just going to throw the bench in for the fourth. And then you lose your lead, and you're like, oh, shit, we've got to keep these cats uh, in okay. the game. Uh, 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 <laughs> again, Mo, uh, again, you got to get 16 wins. Yep. Okay. You're going to need more than eight guys. Yep. Okay. Everyone's not going to play well during the course of a game. Everyone's not going to shoot well like they did today. You're going to need something. Yeah. Maybe one or both of those guys don't play well. Then what does he do? He just play the the starters. Yeah. So I'm going to need a. They were fantastic. I don't know. Maybe, maybe something happened with Grant Williams. Seems a little odd, but but I didn't like the bench for the mm. Celtics. Yeah, they played great. We overlooked it. We we clapped. We, we popcorn was popping. Everything was fantastic. When shots go in, you look. But again, I was looking at the smaller things, going, okay, where can you beat this team? Well, you know what, Mo, I could beat this team by getting to their bench. Well, well, this because is clearly something's not something's not going on over there that he has confidence in those guys, and it's only game one. Well, this is this is one thing. Like just on the Warriors game again, the Kings have better depth than the Warriors tonight. So the Celtics also lacking in depth, but they got the win. But the part that stood out for me is the Cleveland Cavaliers losing because of their depth. We'll get to that in a sec, but we got to talk about the Nets and the Sixers. Uh, Philly one twenty one to one oh one against Brooklyn. They go up one game to nothing in the first game of the series. It was a very solid game for Mr. Process Embiid, who um, did his thing, got his teammates some some great looks as well. And, um, you know, James Harden drops a little 23. Tobias Harris steps up. It's like we all talk about Embiid, Maxi, and Harden now. People kind of forgot about Tobias Harris. He stepped up with 21. They had a good game going up against uh, Mikael Bridges who had another 30 piece. I think it's fair to say that now he is a certified star in the league. It wasn't just a hot streak for the end of the season. He is that guy. What do you see in this series apart from total domination by the probable MVP? Well, you know, there's really no stopping Joel Embiid. Okay. I mean, literally they double teamed him every time he touched the ball, which was great. I I mean, I, I love it when, coaches come up and devise game plans you know i i love that i mean that's what makes the game fun and doc rivers being you know as you know more i'm i'm a i'm a huge doc rivers fan we know this and doc rivers yeah and doc rivers okay he he likes to let joel play around on the perimeter right (laughs) 
But mm-hmm. he didn't play around today. He just he put him on the box and he moved the ball to the other side and just ducked him right in the middle of the in the lane. And you can't double team him when he's that deep. I mean, well, well, that's what the Nets tried to do. They started the game by double teaming him on every, even when he was on the perimeter, they wanted to double team him. I'm like, the hell are you double teaming him on the perimeter for? Well, uh, uh, great question. Okay, Mo. So I've seen this tactic and I've seen this work. When a player knows he's going to get double teamed, Mo, you want to see if this player suddenly is a willing passer or he becomes hesitant during the course of the game. So sometimes, well, I've seen this work where you say, let's double him just so he won't attack every time he catches the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like we saw during the Sacramento game where the coaches said, stay aggressive, stay aggressive. Well, Mo knows he's going to get double teamed. So he just becomes a facilitator. Yeah. So it was more of trying to tell Joel Embiid, we just want you to be not aggressive during the course of the game. And Doc Rivers said, no, that's what you're doing. I'll just put the big fella in another place where you can't double team. So that's, those are the, and they did a great job moving the ball. They had 32 assists on their 42 Mayfield. They did a great job moving the ball. Um, I I think that the Sixers should handle their business, but let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the uh, second best game of the night, the Knicks versus the Cavs, where the Knicks were the only team to get the win on the road today. They went out, to Cleveland with Julius Randle back. I don't know if anyone expected him to be back. I don't know if that threw off the Cavs preparation who were looking at playing against a team without Julius Randle. Uh, but Julius Randle was back in the lineup and the Knicks got it done. A huge game for Donovan Mitchell, 38 points, but it just wasn't enough. He just didn't get enough help. When you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? You got Mitchell had 38, Garland had 17, Allen had 14. After that, no one even reached double digits. Mobley started the game so aggressive, only finished with eight points. And then when you, this is where it gets worrying, right? Because we know they're going to run with those four guys. Um, Garland, Mitch went to backcourt, Mobley and Allen in the front court. So it's just a question of who's going to play at the three. You have Isaac Okoro, zero from four from downtown. He finished with six points. You have Karis Levert, who went one from seven from the field, finished with three points. They put in Dean Wade, nothing. They put in Ricky Rubio, he did nothing. They put Chetty Osman in. He got he he got nine points, but the problem is now when you're playing against the Knicks, Jalen Brunson is so disruptive. Jalen Brunson finished with twenty seven himself, right? That uh, Garland and Mitchell can't guard him, so you got to find that third player to guard him. The bigs aren't going to guard him, right? So they went with Chetty Osman down the stretch. That is the flaw, and I think you pointed it out on yesterday's show in the Cavaliers in that who is going to take on these defensive assignments. Because they have great shot blockers, but who's going to take on these defensive assignments? Jalen Brunson, what a season for him. You know, secured the bag. Now he's showing that he is the guy. And uh, the Knicks roll on to a W. And Josh Hart as well. 17 points off the bench. We're talking about a depth. But should I tell you my biggest surprise here with the New York Knicks, PJ? Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd see the day where a Tom Thibodeau team, Coach Thibodeau, in the playoffs, has no starter playing more than 33 minutes. Because usually his teams, all five stars play like 40 minutes in the game. They didn't have well, anyone play more Brunson than 33. Well, Brunson get those quick two Yeah, fouls. Brunson got foul trouble. So, Randall's yeah, coming back yeah, from injury. I get it. But yeah. him going into his depth and quickly getting 24 minutes, Obi Toppin getting 15 minutes, Josh Hart getting 33 minutes, Hartenstein getting 22 minutes. That's great depth. That's great depth. Great coaching. Great team win. What did you see in this one? 
Well, I, you know, we talked about this yesterday. You know, I, 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 I just look. I, I'm just gonna get straight to it. Let me. I'm just gonna get straight to it. I think Evan Mobley is a star. I don't think he's good, a good player. I don't think he's a role player. I think he's a star player. I think Evan Mobley already. Not that he has yes. the potential to be one. No, no. I think he's a star. I think he's a star player. I, th- I think he's a player that you know what. He's got to get touches. He, he he's got to get he's got to get touches. Okay. Donovan Mitchell has thirty eight points. Okay, that's great. No, no problem. But there's no way that Josh Hart and these guys should be containing Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Okay. I, I, those are two seven. Those are two active seven footers. Okay? And, and and they destroyed them on the boards as well. Fifty one to thirty eight. Okay, and this is what I'm saying. I, offensive rebounds. And I and, and and listen, I don't. Julius Randle looked like he was moving well. Okay, he looked like he was moving well out there today. And and you know he came out and had a double double himself, right? And um, you know he had a double double what like nineteen and ten. Yeah. But I think the, Evan Mobley. Has to get touches. And I'm going to say this. Okay. And, and, and again, I'm concerned. I don't like their distrib- their shot distribution. Darius Garland, I don't, don't think even got a shot up in the second half. Yeah, he wasn't aggressive enough. Okay. I don't know if he wasn't aggressive enough. But again, Darius Garland, okay, and Evan Mobley. I just think those guys got, we got to get di- shot distribution here. You got to keep everyone involved. I know Donovan Mitchell. We know Donovan Mitchell can score. But we got to get the other people with contributions. And Evan Mobley has to get a double-double. He starts the game off with a with a huge dunk, right? Just brought me out of my seat. I said, oh, okay, the big fella's ready to play. Mm-hmm. The big fella got to get touches. He's got, this guy is a 20-point scorer in the NBA. He is a star player. He defensively, he knows how to play. I know he's young, but this is an opportunity for him to learn how to carry a load and for this team to introduce for them team, you know, he's got to get, and he's young and it will come. Well, he'll be like, he'll demand that basketball. And -hmm. I think when he starts demanding and he starts demanding and saying, I don't care what's going on out here, whether the coach calls his player or not, I'm going to go get me 2025. Yeah, him and Garland only only had 13 shots each. That's what I'm saying. That's not enough. That's not, again, so now, okay, I think they have to play through Mobley. I've told you this in the regular season, so this isn't anything new. Evan Mobley is a star. That kid is a star player. Donovan Mitchell was spectacular on the offensive end. However, if you're going to win this series, they're going to need Mobley to step up with 20-plus every night. Okay. Well, we're going to see. You know, we're going to wait and see. We've got more games coming up tomorrow. BJ, you want to pick the game one winners for tomorrow's games? We've got the Lakers and the Grizzlies with the early Well, I, w- I want to say this, Mo. I, 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 I have to tell the players, um, I understand now why they load manage. 
I finally understand low management Why? because these games, because these games are so fantastic, bro. Yeah, but these, you know what? these games aren't played how they play in a regular season, though. It's completely different. That's why I got a little, I, I got a low manage. So I'm just going to, you know, like, this was the best week of the season right now. This was great. I mean, Mo, I'm so excited about the game. I mean, I, I can't tell you, I got to probably go back tonight and watch them again, rewatch mm. them. They're fabulous. Uh, but let's get into tomorrow. Let's get into tomorrow. We got the Lakers and, and the Grizzlies. Uh, who we got tomorrow? Who we got to Lakers Grizzlies early tip. You know, I, I'm just gonna say the Grizzlies. I'm, I'm gonna say the Grizzlies. I'm I'm going Grizzlies. I'm 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 going Grizzlies. Yeah, the Lakers have had to do the play in as well, so the Grizzlies have had more time off, more time to prepare. But then we've got the Heat and the Bucks. Any surprises Bucks. with this one? The Heat who just played like yesterday night. Well, uh, 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 you know, uh, somehow, you know, hold on. I, I want to make sure. I want to make sure that I that I get this. They right. played on Friday night and now they're playing on Sunday. They played on, on Friday night and then they're playing on Sunday afternoon. Or like lunch. I don't and know what time is it. Some, like some, early you know, you know, I, I just want to see the, the, the here's here's where I'm going to tune in. I just want to see what Coach Coach Spolster is going to do and how he's going to guard Giannis because he started back Struess at the power forward in the last. In yeah, the last game. that can't happen. Evident. Yeah. So I'm just going to see. I just want to see the matchups now, but I'm going. Um, I'm I'm going Bucks. In Easy. Clippers Suns. Suns. Sticking with it. I. I want to say Clippers. Okay. You you can say the Clippers. I have, I have two words. I have two words okay. to explain that. Kawhi Leonard. If it's, if it's not Kawhi Leonard, then I don't want to hear what you it's got. It's more say. impactful than Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Scott Foster. <laughs> Chris Paul's arch nemesis. I think. I don't know. I don't know if he's re re refereeing the game, but he didn't ref any of today's games. So I think it's highly likely that he gets that game. And if he gets that game... I'm just saying it will be interesting to see, right? Let's let's just wait and see. It could be the Scott okay. Foster game, and then the Timberwolves versus the Nuggets. I'm going Wolves. I'm going. I'm going Nuggets for the series, but I'm going Wolves. So, again. so so let me get this straight, right? The Nuggets who are at home, and you talked about how great their home court advantage is. Yeah, the Timberwolves played on Wednesday and they played on Friday. And now they've got to travel to Denver for this one. And yeah. Rudy Gobert's been having back spasms. Anti Edwards has got an injured shoulder. And you think they're going to take the winning game one? Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking why. Nuggets, Nuggets in the series. Nuggets in the series. Why do you think they'll lose the first game? Just too complacent, or what's the what's the reasoning here? Here's why I think they win. I think Anthony Edwards. Is it's at some point he's going to break out of this, whatever this little. It's not a funk he's in. He's I'm sure he's battling whatever he's battling, but he I think he will have a game where he's going to carry the team. He's going yeah. to be the Anthony Edwards that we all keep thinking. You know, we I thought he was going to. I thought the stage was set for him versus the Lakers to have one of those type of games. Yeah, you know what I mean. That if he would have, you know. If a lot of things, if if he was able to just come out and play his normal game, they win that game. Just his normal game, not even a great game. 
he he was he's just been subpar. I thought he had a nice bounce back game, but not not an Anthony Edwards game. I think he's due for that. And you know what? A lot of times when you're young, Mo, you need reps. Mm -hmm. So the more reps you get, the better you get. It's like as a veteran, you need rest. Yeah. But when you're young, you need more reps. Okay. So now he's playing like every other day. Well, the vets are like, man, the, I want the games to stop. Where the young guys are like, oh, what time is the game? Like, mm -hmm. so I think he, he is due to have one of those games where he's just going to run around for no reason at all. It just scored 35 or 40. So I think they get that from him. You know, Carl Anthony Towns. Listen, he's going to find his way around the court in this series. Why? Because I don't see another. I don't see a center that's going to be able to stop him from doing what he's going to do, which is picking and popping. Conley is terrific. Slow-mo and those guys will play around. And I, I just think they'll win. I think they'll win. Okay. I think they'll win the first game. I, I'm just picking well, them. But I, I think, think I think the Nuggets are going to win the series. Though. I think um, that we should do a watch along tomorrow. We'll talk about that in a sec. But I also okay. think that tomorrow's episode is going to be spicy regardless of whoever wins these games because it's the playoffs. You guys saw today just how crazy it gets. More crazy basketball on the way. So make sure you subscribe to the Hoop Genius Podcast. This is your go-to destination for the NBA playoffs. Don't miss a single show. Most importantly, much like the Aaron Fox this evening, get buckets.